Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and all you, I don't know, troglodytes around the country, world, whatever, outer space, wherever you are. Welcome to Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, FM 99's first and only WWE wrestling podcast, which is probably going to stay true no matter if they ever start 100 other podcasts. It'll yeah, still be yeah. the only <laughs> WWE wrestling podcast. I am Sean Hood, and across from me is Dave Taylor. Hey, how's it going, everybody? How you at uh- Troglodytes and there you go. And there there you Troglodytes, go. you yeah. mouth breathers, you. I, I, I sense a heel turn, Sean. I don't it's, know. It's I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's a turn so much as <laughs> I've always kind of felt this way. But regardless, uh, it is Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. And uh, first and foremost, we got to tell you get the details out of the way. Yeah. The uh, the business right at the beginning of the show. Uh, FM ninety nine dot com is where you want to go to find our newest episode all the time. Right under the media tab, it says ESPR. You can also find us on pretty much all your major podcast apps. Uh, I did a quick Google earlier today and realized we're on more than we think we are. Yeah. Yeah, we're on, like, I, there's a thing called FM and all sorts of stuff, and we're yeah. on all these things. Yeah, so, I mean, just search us, ESPR. You might want to throw in the WWE just to help narrow it down. Facebook.com slash ESPR99 if you want to get in touch with us. Follow us on the Facebook. Got a poll going on on there right now about what's the most overused finisher in wrestling, uh, and it is between the spear and the super kick. I think uh, I was the only one at this Dave time. is the only one voting <laughs> for the spear, by the way. Uh, Twitter oh. at ESPR99, and if you'd like to send us an email, ESPRNFM99.com. Uh, the email is the best simply because, A, it puts it all in a box for us so we can find yeah. everything you send us, and B... It also allows us. It allows you, excuse me, to go into more detail in your thoughts and everything. There's no limit. There's no, you know, it's not like we're not going to be able to see it. It's not going to get cut off by anything else. You're not going to get bumped by other comments or anything. So that's probably the best way to do it. Dave's making wow. a face. Well, because I Google searched us and like we we show up like in all those places you mentioned, yeah. even like listennotes.com uh, and some like Spanish thing. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I didn't know what that was. I v o o x dot com. Uh, yep. it, Surf at your own risk because I don't know. If, I don't know if we're like you know like celebrities and you click on it and you get viruses. Yeah, so, don't please please so, be careful. Always yeah, be yeah. careful. So that's why you go to f99.com. Right, that's the easiest way to do it, and you yeah. can link right to our SoundCloud from there. But again, if you have a podcast app, search us. You might be able to find us on there. Yeah. Uh, so again, that's all the details that gets all that out of the way. And this week is episode. 35 for real this yeah, time. Yeah, we made it this time. Yeah, last time was a test. <laughs> some of you were paying attention. Some of you weren't. So, uh, I was impressed yeah, so I think, I think, uh, <laughs> you, you guys all get gold stars. Well, most of you, uh, but this week we are doing the elimination. So 34 was the elimination chamber preview. This is the elimination chamber review. Yeah. So we're going to be doing that. And somebody's going to draw from the promo bucket of shame today. It is going to happen. It is going to happen. Um, but I guess we can dive right into the elimination chamber because that is what most everybody's here for us to talk about today. Yeah. Um, the Elimination Chamber, he had a nice pre-show match that I don't know if anybody cared about between Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, the club, uh, taking on the Miz-Durage, hey, Bo hey, Dallas and Curtis Axel. Always good to get Gallows and Anderson on TV because nice. it's a chance for them to kind of show off some of their skill, although the yeah. match was longer than it probably needed to be. Oh, much longer than it needed to be. In all honesty, they should have run right over these <laughs> yeah. two. Um, I get it. You don't want to make the Miztourage look completely worthless. Yeah. But no, the club needs more defining wins than they than they do competitive matches yeah. with uh, lower ranked tag teams. Um, but the the club did get the win, so good for them. About almost nine minutes long, just yeah. too long, just too long. Uh, we kicked off the pay per view with the women's elimination chamber. I got to tell you, it was Alexa Bliss, the reigning champion, defending against Bailey, Mandy Rose, Mickey James, Sasha Banks, and Sonya Deville. 
Um, I thought it was a good chamber match. I, this was the best match of the night for me. I, I went away to start the show. I thought it was a heck of a chamber match. I thought it was very, very good. The women uh, busted their butts out there and, and had a really good match. Mickey James looked great. Yeah, even though she I'd wasn't like in the match long, but, yeah. uh, but her coming in, coming off the top of the uh, of the chamber mm-hmm. only, for a Oh, that was great. Yeah. Uh, only a couple of things that I didn't love uh, in the match that I would have like done a little differently. Uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville out too fast. Uh, I, I, they just didn't seem dominant enough for what this for what they were billed as leading into this and how that was going to be such a problem. Uh, yeah, I thought they would like team up to eliminate somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, like it would have made sense. Like, had they beaten say Mickey? Yeah, they could have beat Mickey to, to kind of like yeah. set up the uh, you know and kind of like stare down like Alexa Bliss and then have you know Bailey and. And right, Sasha take things should have fallen apart, you know, blah blah blah. But I just didn't love that because they they looked pretty not great, and they were eliminated back to back, like quickly. Not yeah. just they were eliminated back to back as far as the the how what order they went in, but it was really fast how quickly um it went elimination to elimination, and uh, so I wasn't crazy about that. But again, the match overall really really good. Um, you had the pretty much expected jerk move by Sasha Banks, uh, turning on Bailey, where. It's so funny because I saw somebody referencing the men's match later and how they something similar happened there. Like, why did nobody get upset about that? And I'm like, because in that one, they didn't reach out a hand to help their friend and then kick them in the yeah. face <laughs> when they were helping them up. Like, that. that's a little different than just turning on, you know, than just every man for themselves. Um, she, lit- she legitimately, like, suckered her in into a precarious position and then attacked her. Th- this ha- I think this is, has to be Bailey's. I don't say maybe best match in the WWE, I, but she was outstanding. Be- it might have been it might have been her most exciting match on the main roster. Yeah, so I, far I, I enjoyed her, and she yeah. in the last couple of weeks. I, I don't know like what's going on if she's more motivated mm-hmm. or what, but but she. I think she's just in a better, but yeah, storyline overall. Yeah, for her. I, and I've enjoyed her matches a lot more, and, and yeah. the, the moments were great. And then like, oh, she's gonna beat Sasha, and then I love that Alexa came out with the roll up. I thought it was sneaky. I I didn't love that simply because. I didn't like that we just it's it would have been one thing if we were still left hanging on whether Sasha was her friend or not, but we weren't left on that. We were left with no Sasha straight up turned on her like that 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 was scar in the Lion King style betrayal is what that was. The only thing it was missing was Bailey being trampled by wildebeests at the end. <laughs> Um, but Bailey didn't get a chance to like finish the job, if you will. And then right, you know, and Monday, right, right. you know, Monday they kind of had a, like, well, maybe she's like the one that's becoming heel. I mean, to me, Sasha's going to probably eh, be heel. I like, don't know. I feel like when you again, if it had, we'll talk about the men's match later, and when it, that one seems to leave the door open more for that than this moment. This moment again, she reached down to Bailey, take my hand, pulled her up, and then kicked her in the face. That's that's pretty heel. Um, and I just didn't like it because she got booze. And then you got Alexa versus Sasha, and it's okay. Two bad guys. Like I mean, don't get me wrong; they did great. They, they fantastic. I'm not knocking the women's effort at all. Um, that's uh, what does she call it? The uh, what's her what's that splash she does? Um, Alexa. She used to call it the Sparkle Splash. I can't remember what she calls it. No, now. Uh, I can't think of it. Either. Twisted Bliss. Yeah, twisted, that's what yes, she calls yeah, it. That's what it is. Yeah, she hits Twisted Bliss from the the chamber yeah. thing, the pod. Onto a standing Sasha Banks, that was cool. Um, she was, was some, she was great in the match too. I mean, they, she played they, the heel. Perfectly. Oh, she looked great. She looked great, man. But just you trying to run away and all this other stuff. I'll oh, that me. was wonderful. Loved yeah, it. Yeah. It was a great match. Ran about. It ran just shy of thirty minutes. Perfect so length. I love that they gave the women time to work in this match. 
and it just a really good match overall. Very pleased with it. If you didn't see this match, if you skipped it for whatever reason, go go watch this on the network. I really it, feel like it. sometimes, you know, in just basic matches and whatnot, they don't always knock it out of the park, and that happens. I mean, the guys do the same thing. But I tell you what, every time they've had one of these specialty matches and they've given the women a chance, they have gone in there and knocked it out and done a fantastic job to prove that they deserve to be in that match. So kudos to all of the women involved in that. Especially, especially Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, who were much newer than the other ones. And uh, they they looked fine. I mean, don't they, get me wrong; they, they, they didn't they, come out looking crazy strong, but they looked fine. Give them give them time. You know, they're yeah. they're new. You know, they're they're and you know, I mean, the experience that they're facing. You know, from all yeah. four yeah. of these ladies, still, yeah. you know. Um, and again, Alexa Bliss retaining in that one when she finally beats uh, uh, Sasha Banks yeah. there at the end. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus up next, taking on defending the uh, World Tag Team or the, the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships against Titus Worldwide, Apollo and Titus. Um, I don't care. I just don't care. I uh, th- you know, I th- you know th- what the real problem here is. They really tried to make Apollo mean something for about five seconds when they were doing the qualifying matches for the Elimination Chamber and everything, and Apollo proved that he could. He was great in that, yeah. in that, that big the second chance match. Uh, he, he was, to me, the MVP of that match. I would rather they continue to push him as a meaningful singles guy than saddle him with Titus as a tag team partner because Titus is not great. He does not wrestle frequently enough, and nobody cares. That I, was the problem in this match. I thought it was a decent match. It was no, all right. But, but, just, but nobody thought that Titus Worldwide had a chance. No, a of course not. Of course not. You know, it it was just, it, eh. It, yeah. Again, it, the match was fine. But just no emotion in but, it whatsoever. But they're, they're the team that one time was because it was Titus and um, who was his partner a couple Darren years ago? Darren Young. Yeah, but the PTPs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Primetime players, yeah, man. Yeah. Millions <laughs> of dollars. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. I liked them. Yeah. I liked them. I was in for that. And then they took they split them up. Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, and the uh, the bar, Cesar and Seamus, both uh, they retained there. A good match, but nothing amazing. Didn't burn the house down or anything. Um, up next, you had Asuka. Up against Nia Jax, and I thought this was a fantastic oh, this match. This is a good match. I, this is the best Nia Jax match. Uh, well, this is the best Nia Jax has looked, without a doubt. Um, I, it was The stipulation here was that if Nia Jax beat Asuka and broke her undefeated streak, that Nia would then be added to the women's title match at WrestleMania, which, by the way, can they make up their minds what's happening? Because for a while they were saying it was going to be Asuka facing uh, Alexa. Then they've backed off on that. And Stephanie, because Kurt Angle said it a couple of times. And then yeah. Stephanie has now referenced, oh, well, she could change her mind and go for uh, Charlotte. There needs to be a little consistency here because it's, it's just confusing at this point. You're not really create Like, I, I get the idea of writing it to create doubt and mystery, but that's not what they're doing. Because Kurt is saying one thing, and then Stephanie is coming back later on different days saying, oh, no, wait a minute. Wait, hold on. This could go a different way. Well, well Kurt's had the flu. so you He's know. had the flu. He's not <laughs> doing, you know, he's, he's kind of off right now. And yeah, it's, 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 Let me ask you this, because I've been looking at comments online, and it, uh, does the Asuka streak to you, is, is, is that storyline getting stale, or are, do you still like it? Uh, I still like it. Uh, I don't think it's in a hot spot at the moment. But, again, we've been over this. I feel like that's because – you know what? I'll say this, though. The streak itself that night meant something because I had numerous people who listened to this show messaging me. They're not going to ever lose, right? They can't ever lose. Like, Oscar can't lose yet. Like, you know, but – and so, like, the streak itself kind of made that more important because people were wondering how Nia was going to lose this match if she was going to lose. Yeah. Yeah, we and how are they going to get be, through this, right? DQs, be yeah, what are they going to do? And they, I think they took the best approach they could. Nia looked about as strong as she possibly could. The only thing I don't love 
is that I don't like Asuka selling well, like doing being on the defensive quite so much. I'm not saying she should have dominated the match or anything. No, I, I like that Jax got to look dominant, but I wish Asuka hadn't looked quite so defensive. Strictly because she's been billed as a buzzsaw. She says, nobody is ready for Asuka. That's her tagline. And that barely getting by on the skin of your teeth only works when you're doing that kind of tagline if you're a bad guy. You, know, you go back, and I know the mixed tag challenge doesn't mean anything. Right, yeah. But we'll go back last week when I had to face Charlotte, and it felt like Charlotte got in more offense than Asuka. Yeah, but at least Charlotte is the same size, and she's the women's champion. So she gets, have that. She's got that. This is a, And again, I didn't want Asuka to... To, to dominate her or anything. But I want, g- give me a lot of heavy shots from Asuka that rock Nia. And she's like, holy crap. You know what I mean? Like, I need a lot of that um, just to, to show, okay, Asuka is not somebody you're going to trample all over for 20 minutes and then she's going to get a lucky win. But, but I thought but I thought it was believable. I mean, because you thought, like, I do too. Uh, yeah. Watch is like, well, they might really end it here. Yeah. You know, they're going to do this. But. It was, I'm, I, did, I wasn't mad watching it at all. It was just, it's a minor critique. Sometimes I just, there's these minor little things, but they don't ruin the match for me. It was still a very, very good match. Nia's best match on the main roster, uh, or best match to date that I've seen. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it, it was just extremely well done, and Asuka gets the win. She defeats Nia Jax. What I, lo- what I love these short term memories is like, well, she will not be in the championship match. WrestleMania. It's like, well, she wasn't it last year, but I know we don't talk about that. So. What's uh, funny is that I still think she's going to be in the championship match at WrestleMania because I think what I think they're going to end up going Oscar Charlotte, and I think that's going to leave Nia Jax or I'm um, um, sorry, uh, Alexa Bliss open because now she's defended it at the chamber and yada yada yada, and so then Nia Jax is going to be the one who ends up challenging her at WrestleMania. And I think that's the right time because Nia Jax, people have been saying for a while now, how long are you going to keep her away from the title? Yeah. You well, know, David. I feel like this is the right time. Now, uh, uh, Alexa Bliss has had a good run with it. Uh, she's had it for, you know, she's had it for a good little while now. Half a year. Yeah. So she's had it for, she's been a, a, a long running champion at this point. It's a good time for Nia to take it off of her. You know, I think, I think this makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, after that, we had Woken Matt Hardy defeating Bray Wyatt in the Who Cares match of the night. Uh, and this is not their fault. I'm not knocking these no, gentlemen. They both no. tried hard. It is completely and utterly the storyline and the and the, the 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 writers that are failing them on this one. And the fans, because it's completely. Hey, this is the oh. stuff. This you want oh. you you want this stuff. Hey, we want to have this. We want to have this. You know, oh, we want broken Matt Hardy beach ball. Let's get a beach ball going, everybody. Seriously, if you were in that crowd and you were if you if you're the guy who brought that beach ball. Get the hell out. Yeah. I have no use for you as a wrestling fan. Yeah, this is why these angles don't work out the way we want them to because because the people people like you that come in there, you know, I, I felt like it happened to Finn Balor one time in the match. Or I remember, yeah. you know, it's Sh- happened Sheamus, to the bar. Sheamus yeah. and Orton. Yeah, remember yeah. Remember when Sh- yeah. Sheamus and Cesaro, Cesaro, Cesaro ran out of the crowd, the grabbed the ball? Yeah. What <laughs> more could you idiots want? It like, was, <laughs> come on! That was one of the best matches of the night. And, yeah, and you are here. You are Cesaro being you know the hero. You know the heel. I, hero. I don't know <laughs> if you noticed this or not. Everything short of Matt Hardy's like total deletion style things in TNA. Anytime he wrestled outside of those, not great. He's not exactly the Matt technician that everybody would like to think. Like, no. like he's not going to go in there and have five star matches all the time. I'm not saying he's never been capable of it, but he's far past that point of his career. I feel like right now it's about the creativity and the weirdness of this character and everything that he's dived into. And if you give up on them before they get to that point, then you have yourselves to blame. Yeah. Now, the one advantage here is that we should bring out Matt Hardy got the win over Bray Wyatt, um, and that's who. Uh, This was the defining match, by the way. We picked the same people except for this one. So Dave was wrong. He's doing the promo shame this week. But um, after this, Bray on Raw said, uh, you know, basically cut a promo on Matt Hardy doing his typical thing. 
Um, very obscure, means nothing. Um, but the Great War continues because Matt Hardy himself responded on Twitter saying that he was going to fight Bray Wyatt, but it was going to be on his battleground by his terms. Give me total deletion. Give it to me at WrestleMania and make it the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I need it in my life. Um, you want me to read it? If they if they never... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Read it real quick. I absolutely crave the opportunity to go to war with you again. Again. For the completion of the deletion of Abigail. However, it should be on my terms. On my battlefield. Okay, so there you go. Now, one thing I'll say about this is... <laughs> A lot of people are. Uh, I saw some people criticizing this because they're like, "Oh, Delish, yeah, we go. How do you? How does this go anywhere? But him getting rid of Abigail and yada 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 and blah blah blah." Okay, here's my thing. First of all, I I could swear Randy Orton did something just like this. Um, yeah, I think he went there and burned the thing down, and yeah. that was supposed to do it, but it didn't. So, but here's my thing. Even if they get rid of Abigail, Abigail is not a person. They're they're never going to make her a person. It's not going to happen. Here's the thing. It's like the Undertaker's urn. Get rid of it. You, you, you can get it out of the storyline. There's no need for it after that. Bray Wyatt can still be Bray Wyatt. There's another tweet from Matt Hardy. That okay, what did, that one. what did he say? What do you say? He says, my, by absorbing part of Bray Wyatt's essence, it has allowed me hashtag broken brilliance mm-hmm. passage into both the light and the dark. It shall be needed to obtain victory in the hashtag the great war, the ultimate deletion. Yeah, I heard, I heard about the ultimate deletion. So here we go. Not, ultimate no. deletion, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and look, this may be it. This might be all Matt Hardy gets with this. Yeah. So get on board if you want to see it. Start supporting this. Cheer for him. Get it trending on Twitter, this, that, and the other thing, because if you want to see it, it's going to need you to be excited about it. That's the only way this is going to be what we want it to be. God, could you imagine them teaming up? I mean, that'd be funny. That would be that'd be interesting. But I think what's going to happen is we're going to get the ultimate deletion thing. I, here's, don't film it in Louisiana. I don't want it in Louisiana. <laughs> film it in Cameron, North Carolina, like the other ones were done on the Hardy compound. Okay? I need I need King Maxwell, his son. I need Vanguard One, the little drone. I need Senor Benjamin, uh, the gardener. I need him. Uh, and I need Brother Nero to show back up because he's uh, bro- Jeff Hardy's online to be back right around WrestleMania. So I'm saying keep him off. Have him be a surprise in the ultimate deletion as Brother Nero. I think people will lose their minds. Um, and if you're absolutely 100% d- don't want to finish it there, do like it's similar to what you did with Gold Dust and Roddy Piper. You remember that at WrestleMania? Oh yeah, yeah. The, film the, the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> film the whole thing far away, and then have them show up to finish it in the middle of the ring, yeah. in front of the crowd at WrestleMania. I feel like that can work, you know. And I feel like they can have a huge pop from the crowd as long as the deletion thing goes well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Seriously, let's let's do this, guys. I'm so on board. Um. But again, Bray Wyatt uh, falls to Matt Hardy in that match in the Elimination Chamber pay per view. Uh, King Maxwell and uh, Bro- and Woken Matt uh, did attend the marvelous musical last night of the Great White Way of Broadway. So. <laughs> I don't know why. The picture of him and King Maxwell. I, I just, okay. Anyways, he's having fun with Dave, it. Dave is. Uh, he's been doing this the whole time. He's never really stopped. <laughs> I gotta follow him on Twitter. Now. Yeah, you do. What the hell, Dwayne? <laughs> Jeez. Logging in. Um, and then finally in. <clears throat> In the main event of the evening, we had the Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Universal Championship match at WrestleMania 34 to figure out who will face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 34. Um, okay, so here we go. We all This was the one we all knew going in. We knew who was going to win. We were all... 
I say conservatively 98% sure who was going to win. It was going to be Roman Reigns. Yeah. He took on Braun Strowman, Elias, Finn Balor, John Cena, Seth Rollins, and The Miz in the Myth. First ever seven-man elimination chamber. Did you like seven? And not as much. I, 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 well, you know what? Yes and no, because it was kind of nice to see the triple threat start the match, um, as opposed to the one on one when we just saw it earlier in the night. So that was good. I don't want to see it all the time. I, I, I go back to your standard one. Go, yeah, please go back to yeah. the standard. Or, uh, man, I'm begging you. I'm begging you to give me a tag team elimination chamber. Well, we've had one before. Yeah, I just I want to I want another one because that was when Kalisto did whatever. Yeah, whatever <laughs> the weirdest the hell that was. thing I ever seen in yeah. the chamber. I, I enjoy the, I enjoy throwing the tag teams into things like this and making them crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that's fun. I feel like that's fun. Um, so there's that. Uh, Roman Reigns won. It was a good match. It was it, again. This is the it, thing. It was it's, dramatic. It was dramatic. It was predictable, but it was dramatic and it was good. It was well done. It was well executed. Braun looked like a monster, an absolute monster. He set a record that can't possibly be beaten at this point. It's yeah. five eliminations, which and then what's funny is now he has two he has two distinctions here. He has the most eliminations in an elimination chamber match, and he also has the most eliminations uh without winning. And yeah. that can never be beaten either, because if they go back to six man, <laughs> nobody can get five eliminations yeah. and not win the thing. So exactly. that sucks for Braun. Um, Mandy Rose, I forgot to bring this up in the women's one, also has the unfortunate distinction of being the first woman eliminated from the Women's Royal Rumble and the first woman eliminated from the first ever Women's Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Yee. I, I th- you know, I think that was, you know, that was probably done on purpose. I'm but sure, the, but it's, a, it's, because, it's one of those things that you're just like, say for some reason she's gone tomorrow, yeah. right? That, what did Mandy that, Rose that, achieve in the WWE? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something that it doesn't yeah. sound great. Yeah, I, I um, I, my money would have been on Lana. You, you know. Yeah, right. Enough. That's what I would have thought. <laughs> um, but again, Roman Reigns wins. Good match. Braun Strowman just killing everybody. Oh my gosh. Uh, I loved when he chased Miz up the cage of the, up the <laughs> chamber. Oh my that god, how agile is that guy? Yeah. Oh, dude, he's crazy. And then, good. You know, throwing the Miz off the chamber. I had this discussion with uh, with Eric the other day. You may remember Eric. Yeah. Um, he he and I were talking about this, and we said, in all honesty, Brock Lesnar's contract is up after this WrestleMania. Let him go. At this point, what else are you going to do well, with him? You're writing what, out people from the beat, right? What else can you possibly do with him at this point? Um. And I'm sorry, you've got a guy that's your future as far as a big, stop, unstoppable monster. Braun Strowman has, is there. You don't need Bra- – and having both of them on the same roster is hurting you because you're having to find ways – they can't avoid each other all the time, so you're having to find ways to get him in there, and Braun still has to lose because you got to protect Brock, but you got to protect Braun. You know, and you're not going to take the title off of Brock because you got a plan, yeah, you but plan. you got to protect Braun. It's, just, it's, it's hurting in the long run. That plan has been in place for three years now. Yeah. Because last year it was, uh, well, he beat The Undertaker, Roman Reigns. And then the year yeah. before that, beat, beat Triple H. So you're like, oh, well, here you go. Here's your guy. Yep. And then the year before that, I mean, yeah, he didn't win it, but uh, because, you know, they didn't want to, which, you know, was a great ending. I will say this. Here's my, my, my comment on it. He's still not going to be the guy after he beats Brock Lesnar. The crowd's just not going to accept him as the guy. It's not going to happen. But we live no. in a day and age where almost nobody is accepted anymore, 100%. Uh, you can, you know, we can point to people like, oh, everybody loves Matt Hardy when he comes out, or oh, everybody loves Rusev Day, or oh, everybody, but they don't. They love the gimmick. They think it's fun. They get in on it for a little while, but when it comes down to it, they're not going to support these guys one hundred percent all the way. We will never have another Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, I, there was I, I, nobody who didn't like Stone Cold Steve <laughs> Austin when he was at the height of his popularity, like ninety seven, ninety eight. There is nobody who did not cheer for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, and I, if you're out there right now, so you know I didn't shut up. No, you didn't. You're a liar. 
Um, we're just not going to have that again. We don't live in that world anymore. But I look at Reigns as more of like the Cena type. And I know a lot of people right. don't yeah, like 100%, Cena. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I mean, I mean you know, the Austin era is over. I mean, you know, it's not an attitude era. Now it's, it's the superhero well, interestingly guy. Interestingly, you bring that up. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, uh, which, by the way, backtrack. Uh, Alexa Bliss, a heel, got cheered a lot after her promo. She did. After winning Olympic, which is an awesome Well, it was promo, a great promo. It was, a great it was promo. an amazing promo. Which, which watch, if you want to cut promos, watch that. Reigns winning. And then cutting a promo on, on Monday, which I, I thought Wait, was one of his better promos. Booed, he didn't get booed as hard as I thought he would after winning. But there was like, what, a small crowd, wasn't there? No, um. It wasn't small. <laughs> they did say that as the night went on, it filled up more. Yeah. Um, but it was still it was still kind of sparse uh, in some spots. But, you know, it's... I, 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 really, I really think that most people... I think I think a couple of things hurt the sales here. One, I think a lot of people are waiting for WrestleMania. Because if you're going to go to a pay-per-view, you're going to want to go to WrestleMania, not the Chamber. And two... I think that knowing Roman Reigns was going to win hurt the sale a little bit. Because people are like, why am I going to pay if I know the result? The, the last couple of pay-per-views, I mean, uh-huh. you and I, I mean, other than the one match or, or two matches, yeah. like we've been pretty spot on. We picked the Rumble winners. We picked the Chamber winners. Yeah, but I feel like in a way that that's not always been that different. I feel like I've been able to do that for a long time. Because, I mean, once yeah. you get an idea for the how the storylines flow and everything, it just makes sense. Who you want to win is a whole other concern. I feel like we should do that as an aside from now on. We should do who's going to win, who do you want to win? You know what I mean? Yeah. So in the event we ever end up with a dead tie, who do you want to win? You know what I mean? Okay, if they want it, then you boom. You because, cause, yeah, because booking-wise, we, we see we see the run what's happening. Yeah. You know, it, it's Rain and Brock at, at Mania. You know, now it's the main event, you know, because the Rumble winner just gets a title match. You know, I You know, I, I keep thinking to myself, I'm like, man, if they could just not put that in the last slot, if they could just not put it in the last slot, I think people would be happy. But they're just not, they're not going no, to. It's, they're, it's, they're he's going to close the, the show slot. for the fourth year in a row, and then the next day. Uh, maybe that night, uh, depending on when I finish watching it, I will cancel my note. He says this, but he's going to keep watching. Don't let him lie to you. I've had people tell me things like this before. I, You're not canceling. The day after WrestleMania. Just You're not canceling. And that's just silly. Why would you cancel? There's a million other good things going on. And you just started watching NXT and stuff. Stop it, Dave. <laughs> quit quit, quit yourself. Um, I will say this. His promo the next night on Raw was pretty good. Yeah. That was one of the better Reigns promos I've heard in a very long time. Um, he came across as believable. He came across as serious. And it was probably the smartest tone they could take to try and deal with the Brock Lesnar. His, his pacing was great too. Yeah, just to, to, to set up, uh, and it was you know those stupid words. He he was like, "I got to beef with this guy." You know, like, no suffering succotashes. No, he didn't leave a lot of awkward pauses for the what chance and everything. He, he he delivered his message well, which we didn't get to. By the way, was he contract signing? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which, okay. by, which I felt like when they wanted Triple H. I'm like, really? You're wanting Triple H? Or was he wanted on Raw? I forget. He got the what chan in one of the shows. This, uh, this past I don't remember. I don't remember. But I feel like Triple H feeds into those sometimes. I mean, he's been around for them since they started. Yeah. You know, so I think for him, it's a thing. He's used to them at this point. Um, the contract signing went pretty well. Uh, Rousey, I mean, her, her mic work is, is, is a work in progress. Um, yeah, she was a little was quiet a little, when she little, started. Yeah. She was a little quiet when she started, but she's Got still it. getting used to that. Eat the mic. Yeah, she's, well, Sorry. projection. She needs, to learn <laughs> yeah. to, she needs to learn to project. Yeah. Um, and she's getting, by Monday night, she was already a, a far step ahead of where she was the night before. So, again, it's a work in progress. I think once the nerves get out of her system for, for doing this, she'll, she'll be fine. Um, because she's got the ability... I saw people complaining about the smile, and she was all giddy to be there again. And I'm like, guys, this is all by design. She's a she, kid in the candy store right Exactly. Now. She's excited to be there. Did you see what happened when Kurt dropped the line on her about like three years, and now we own that bitch? Like, <laughs> that she got my Ronda Rousey yeah. mean mug on, and it never changed. Like, she knows how to do the character. She can do it. I have no doubt. I, I mean, Kurt, it was a little weird with him. I know he you had the flu. The line, he had the flu. But, but, but it, it just... It, it, 
that part just seemed a little awkward when she's like kind of signing the contract. Yeah, and- it seemed it seemed weird to me simply because. Why did he all of a sudden dis- d- develop a pair? Yeah. Because he's been fine with Triple H and Stephanie stepping all over him for a well, while Since now. WrestleMania last yeah, year, basically. For, for a while, yeah. Him, yeah. And he all of a sudden now has developed. I, I want them to establish. like They should have done this before him, but they can still do it a little after the fact. Establish some kind of a respect between the two of them as Olympians or something like that. Like he has a lot of respect for her, and he doesn't want things that happen to him to happen to her. But they kind of mentioned like the big signing, and they give Kurt, you know, hey, we, you know, like Kurt was a big signing, and now you're a big signing, right? Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I want Kurt to establish that relationship with Rousey, and that's why he didn't want to let that happen to her, and that's why he spoke up. Like, give me something that means, like, why would he speak up finally? Yeah, yeah, you and, know, and, and need some vignettes or something, something. Give or, me anything, you know, or just him and him and Rousey cutting a promo, talking or something like I, that. I did like the cheap shot that Triple H got at the other Raw, though. It didn't make any sense to me, though. It was just random. Well, I, be, well, I think it was and just, they should have set it up. Payback, a, though. Right, I get that, but they should have set it up a little better because then it looked awkward that Rousey just stood there. Well, I think maybe she was just stunned. Like, all of a sudden, like, right, right I get H's, that, but she was like a foot like, from him. Like, I mean, she could, like, it's from what we know about Rousey, she's not going to snatch him up. I mean, come on. Like, that seems a little weird to me. But I guess maybe, and see, the, okay, and this is where they need to tell this story. They had him say he was lying. To keep his job, basically. Yeah, they yeah. didn't establish that real well. They need to establish that a little better. They're keeping him under their thumb. And again, that lends to, I don't want the same thing to happen to you. And that if, if that's the case, if they can kind of out and out get the point out there they were forcing him to lie, that lie could be the reason that Rousey didn't jump to his defense. Like, well, you just lied to me the night before, and then, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, regardless. I thought it was well done. The contract signing was was effective. Um, we immediately got an idea of what she's doing at WrestleMania, which yeah. is what I asked for. Yeah, yeah. No title matches. It's a mixed match. And that how how, how, what, this, how is this a problem? I'm not complaining. I've yeah. seen, but there's people whining, and I just don't what, get what, it. What do they want? Well, here, here's the thing. Here, here's the tough thing for Ronda. Yeah. You know, okay, because she doesn't have the wrestling experience. It's not like she can go to NXT. You know, she can't wrestle house shows. You know, because you want to save her for WrestleMania. So, you know, not like she said for failing. Anything here, but you know, there's a lot of pressure on her, and she's going to be facing a non wrestler. And the, the, Stephanie, the one thing I can't get over is when people say things like they say things like, she, you know, oh, she hasn't earned it, she doesn't deserve it, she's not, or blah 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 blah. Okay, whatever people who didn't come up in the wrestling business. Okay, first of all, she's done more in our life than in her life, her short life. She's younger than you and me, Dave. Yeah, she's done more in that time frame than Dave and I will accomplish together over five lifetimes. Okay, um. She's wow. she's earned a chance to do something special, all right? And secondly, I'm not saying guys' work rate and everything doesn't matter and, and, and having traveled down the road doesn't matter and everything, but I'm going to say this. It's not a real sport. It is not a competitive sport. You, you, you just said the word a few minutes ago. Yeah. Business. It's, a, it's an entertainment it's a business. business. And the idea is, hey, who is going to draw the most eyes to our product? Ronda Rousey? Or Neville. I'm not trying to knock the guy. I'm just saying. Like you, you look at him on this. I can walk around this building and say the name Ronda Rousey to anybody in this building, and they know who I'm talking about. And they at least have an idea of what she does and have seen her, and they'd know her if they saw her. I can walk around this building and say Neville to everybody, and I can even run down things he's done. And only you and Eric are going to know what I'm talking You're about. You're going to get Aaron Neville? Yeah, yeah that, Aaron <laughs> Neville. You're gonna, I don't know much. I don't know how I love uh, you. This is why Brock Lesnar only wrestles on pay-per-views. Exactly. Because if he's on TV all the time. Not special. E- e- yeah. Even if he's not wrestling. If he just shows up. that And people yeah. complain about that because you want to see him. Yep. Like, you, that, because if he's on all the time, 
It's not special anymore. Agreed. I'm with same, same thing with her. Keep it special. I would still love it, it, when it, when Brock is is it looks you know, definitely gone after WrestleMania. That uh, you know, I love to see her become a Paul Heyman girl. I'd say that I dig that. I think that'd be cool. That, we'll that see, we'll be, see what happens. We'll yeah. see what happens. I have heard things saying that they want her to be the new. She's basically supposed to be the, the new Stone Cold Steve Austin, bucking authority, and she's gonna do. Pretty much what she wants to do when if she they, wants if to If they could pull it off in women's wrestling, I... would be I, fantastic. I'd, I'd, I'd love to see a women's wrestler become the hottest act in wrestling. Yeah. I'd love that. Yeah, because... because and if, I feel like Ronda, if she if she can develop the charisma and the style as far as in the ring, she could become that person. Yeah, because if it's not her, then, uh, then either like a Sasha Banks or an Alexa Bliss. Because one of the things Austin had going for him, other than he was oozing charisma, was that he was a believable, oh tough guy. Yeah. Badass. Yeah. Like, you looked at him and you believe... Like, I'm sorry. If you see most of these guys in the ring with Mike Tyson... At the time Mike Tyson was at, generally speaking, you're pretty much like, oh, no, Mike Tyson would kill that guy. Like, I mean, over, like, even now, I think Mike Tyson would kill a number of the guys yeah. in there. But it was Stone Cold Steve Austin standing opposite him, flipping him the bird, you know, and them going after each other. That seemed like the most believable tough fight between two badasses that you could think of at the time. That was so great. And, you know, I have no idea if Austin's a badass. I've never seen him get into a fight in my life, you know? So I have no clue. He could be. He could have a glass jaw from hell. I have no idea. I don't think he does. I'm just saying it's possible. Glass neck now. But so uh, so that's it. Uh, there really wasn't too much from the week that I wanted to talk a ton about. Yeah, we kind of touched a little um, bit on Raw. Yeah, we touched a little bit on Raw. SmackDown wasn't anything huge yet. Uh, the biggest thing coming out of SmackDown was you had John Styles, uh, John Styles, John Cena versus AJ <laughs> Styles, and a really good match. It was a good match. Uh, to do, to it. give John Cena a a title, he's in the five. The now it's a six way, six, six pack challenge for the WWE title at Fastlane. I thought the mixed ch- uh, match challenge was the best match by far that they've had. Very very good. It yes. was good. It was it was believable because you had like. And for was, the record, that was Sasha Banks and Finn Balor versus Asuka and the Miz. Yeah, with with uh, the Miz and Asuka winning, great match though. Uh, uh, th- yeah, they're if, you, if, 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 you've been, if you've been skipping it. Go watch this one. A lot of fun. Good it, match. It, it, it is a great match. And Miz and Oscar are still the best pairing anywhere ever. Yeah, yeah. He, I, I wish this whole thing had come down to Miz and Oscar and Mandy Rose and Goldust. <laughs> like, that would have been amazing for well, me. Well, uh, next week's going to be interesting, though, because you mm-hmm. do have um, – you, you got uh, the Strowman uh, with uh, Alexa Bliss, which mm-hmm. I, I got a feeling it's going to be we'll talk. Finals. We'll talk a little more about some of the fallout, like in the, the setting the table for WrestleMania next week, because we got yeah. a while. We got some stuff to – we got some time to, to kill yeah, before we, we get to – Mania and Fastlane and everything. Tell, so. I've been a couple of WrestleMania, so maybe I'll have to share a story to fill time. Yeah, uh, there you go. That's not a bad weeks. idea. Um, yeah, I'm looking through the rest of this. There's not a ton of other stuff I really wanted to touch on too much. Eh, and and you know. uh, NXT or 205 Live. That uh, NXT out. had some. I mean, they they the tournament continues. They established Live. we you know Killian Dane, uh, Alistair Black, and Andrade Cien Almas are all on a path towards each other somewhere. Ooh, I'm man. thinking though at the takeover before Mania, it's going to be Black and Almas is going to be the Could match. But that should be amazing. Triple threat with those three. That'd be great. Maybe that is the route they're going. I don't know. Maybe that is the route they're going. But at the moment, Dane and Black seem to be on a collision course for who's going to face Almas. Uh, Adam Cole's still great. He he faced a, a young up-and-comer there and really just kind of just... I, I do like him. It, yeah. He's a guy... He kind of reminds me of like a Rob Van Dam type character. Yeah. I think this way, how, how he kinda, the crowd kind of embraces this guy. Uh, oh, no, I agree. I agree. Uh, and Who, who's the guy that lost the Loser Lee's Town match last week? Johnny Gargano. Okay. Johnny Gargano. So, is yeah. he showing up in Raw at some point? What's going on? Uh, I don't know. He, I know he might be on 205 tour. Live, in all honesty. And with I, the I, resurgence I, of 205 Live, that doesn't sound like a death I, sentence I, I, anymore. I'd be fine with that. Uh, you had two great matches, Cedric Alexander and T, uh, TJP uh, in a second-round match. TJP the, looking good, finally? Uh, he, he looks really good, but Alexander won. And it was a 17-and-a-half-minute match to wow. open the show. Wow. Yeah. Uh, main event was Kalisto versus Roderick Strong. Strong gets the win, and so he's on to the next round. Um, those are my favorites, actually, to make it all the way to the end. 
Uh, I also heard rumblings that apparently WWE and Neville are back in talks Ooh. to get him back in hey, action. Hey, well, two hundred five be more serious. I, yeah, I, I'd be fine I, for I, that. I feel like the same. I feel the same way. So he had good matches. Some good stuff this week. Some good stuff. Um, I thought the pay per view was all was pretty good. If we're gonna rate it, let's say out of ten, um, I'm gonna give it because I mean you had the two matches, but other than that, nothing was amazing. So I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Yeah, I'll, I think I'll, that's a solid. I'll, I'll get a seven. I mean, the tag match. Yeah, you yeah. Know, the, uh, I feel like the Oscar Nia match was well done, and the two chamber matches delivered. Three, yeah, three matches were great, and two yeah. you could skip. Yeah, that's how I feel. So seven point five seems fair. All right, I have the bucket. Right, so but, yes, here. Dave is doing the promo of shame. He's gonna do this right now. Sorry. So let's find out who he's gonna do the voice. <laughs> is this your voice? Yes. All right. So who's your voice? Fran Drescher. <laughs> oh, good, Fran Drescher. I can't wait to hear your Fran oh Drescher. Gosh. And who are you cutting a promo on, Dave? Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Wow. That's completely random That stuff. is very random. You know, well, let's hold on. I'll make it a little more specific for you. I'll make it a little. Have you seen the new Hardee's commercials that he's doing? Oh, man. No, I have They're not. just really weird. That's all you need to know. They're just really all right, all right, weird. So, well, I love Hardee's, so I, I can't really cut a bad promo on Hardee's. No, but you but, could talk about him. Maybe, yeah. he's, maybe he's embarrassing yeah. Hardee's that you love yeah. so much, and he's, he's making a fool of him. So here we go. All right, can you talk Dave for a second? Taylor. Let me get warmed up. Here. I am. All right. So we got Dave Taylor. He's going to be doing the promo shit. If you're new to the show, by the way, we do our picks the week before, and whoever gets them <laughs> the most wrong uh, after the pay-per-view has to then do the promo of shame when we do the review show. So here's Dave doing Fran Drescher, cutting a promo on Matthew McConaughey. Here we go. You know I nail these all the time. All the time? Every time. Matthew McConaughey? (laughs) (laughs) Oh! <laughs> you and the Hardee's commercials. I love my thick burgers, and I, I don't like seeing you in my commercials. Go back to driving cars. <laughs> Go back to driving cars, uh, Matthew. What the hell is that? Uh, uh, stay out of my commercials, Matthew. Uh, I gotta go shoot another season of The Nanny. No, you don't. That show's been <laughs> over for years. I love that Fran Drescher sounded like she had a. Uh, she sounded like she. Had a nasal blockage and <laughs> was calling through a tin can. That was fantastic. That's <laughs> great. Um, you guys didn't know. Years have been rough on Fran Drescher. She is not a uh, not looking as great as she used to. Doesn't sound as great as she used to. Yeah, yeah. We all miss those uh, those the, the, pipes the wine on Fran is, Drescher. You know, once I got that wine part going, the, I feel I, like I the laugh the is always there. the biggest part though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like yeah. it was something like that. It was Peter and, Griffin. I mean, it was similar, yeah, but really nasally and just I don't know, I don't know. All right, so that was that. Wow. That was a thing. At some point, we got to establish some guidelines or a timer or something for this, so that it's not so dry <laughs> in the background, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's the promotion. I think we'll maybe we'll think of something for WrestleMania, so we'll yeah. start we'll start it better with that Get one. Get a bed or something. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, that was episode 35. This has been Eat Sleep the Podcast. Repeats that the real 35. Don't yeah. you ever forget. So I'll uh, be back next week when we're going to run down the week of wrestling, and we'll get we'll get more into the setups for WrestleMania. Uh, and we got Fastlane coming up too. We got Fastlane coming up, but what's, that's what's the day of that one? I was going to say. I feel like we got at least two weeks oh, for that. Look, um, next week we will be going over March 11th. So it is a Fastlane preview next week. Is it really? Yeah. Holy crap. All right, so we're going to get into the Fastlane preview next week. And once that happens, we should kind of definitively know where everybody's going on the road to WrestleMania. So by the time we get through the Fastlane preview and review, we will know where these stories are going. We can tackle them, and uh, we'll be moving on. So, all right, so next week is the preview. If you've got any questions, comments, concerns, remember, ESPR at FM99.com. If you had any comments about our our thoughts on the review here, uh, anything uh, that we missed that you wanted us to talk about, anything. Again, ESPR at FM99.com. We want to hear about, hear from you guys. Thank you for leaving reviews, by the way, but I want to yeah. say this. Uh, while we do appreciate them on Facebook, that helps too. 
Desperately needed you to get drop them for us on iTunes. Those are the most important ones we can get. Uh, written reviews with five stars if you could. And uh, sharing. Sharing is big, please. Um, I saw that our most recent episode with not that many shares, and uh, that, that made me a little sad. But think about it this way. We didn't get that many shares on it. We only single-digit shares, okay? Wow. But we reached like 1,700 people with it. So just imagine if we could get into the double-digit shares. So uh, please, again, make sure you like, listen, and uh, share. And we will be back next week to Eat, Sleep, Podcast, and repeat. Repeat. Repeat.